A quick disclaimer before we start this episode, there are talks of suicide, self-harm, mental health struggles, and blood. They are only in the interview portions, so if that's not something you're comfortable with, feel free to stop the episode after the fun facts about fibromyalgia. I will be putting in another disclaimer right before the interview so you will know when to stop. In the show notes of this episode, I will be putting resources for people who are struggling with suicidal thoughts or mental health struggles. And I want you to know that there are people out there who are more than willing to help. And you are valid, you are worthy, and you are important. Hi everyone, and welcome to Chronically Jill, the podcast where I, Jillian, also known as the Fibro Rebel, will tell you all about my life with chronic illnesses, bring you more fun facts about fibromyalgia, and tell you the story of someone's day-to-day life with chronic illnesses. My pronouns are she, her. This is an independent podcast, which I am recording in my kitchen. We have a lot, and I mean a lot, of kids and animals. So if there is occasionally barking in the background or other noises, like my kids, please understand. I will try to edit them out, but since I'm still figuring all of this out, please be patient with me. I am going to do my best to keep this PG, but I am a sweary person, so I'm sure the occasional one may slip in. And in this episode, there is quite a few in the interview portion. So be forewarned, as this is an independent podcast, I would love it if you supported me on Patreon or Acast. For as little as $2 a month, you can get access to early episodes, ad-free content, and merch. If that's not something you're interested in, that's absolutely okay. I am thankful for your support in just listening and sharing. And subscribing wherever it is that you subscribe to podcasts. If being on the podcast to tell your story is something you would be interested in, please email me at chronicallyjillpodcast at gmail.com or visit chronicallyjill.ca and fill out the form there. Tell me a bit about yourself and hopefully we'll be able to get you on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's fun fact about fibromyalgia is going to be a little shorter than normal. There isn't a ton of information out there that I could find on this, but it is one of my worst symptoms, so we're going to talk about it. So, fun fact about fibromyalgia, heavy arms or legs are something that most of us deal with on and off. It can be terrifying and really unnerving when it happens. This is something that is common with fibromyalgia and other chronic illnesses. It usually comes hand in hand with fatigue. I find that mine get much worse with repetitive tasks like folding laundry, doing the dishes, uh, knitting for the two days that I tried to learn how to knit, um, and sanding wood and anything where they need to be above my heart for more than a second at a time, like hanging laundry. 
this is a good time to throw in that I am not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. All of the information I have comes from research I have done, my own personal experiences, other people's experiences, or doctors that I have talked to. The handy dandy internet tells me that there can be many causes for heavy arms and legs. Fatigue in general is one of them, just normal tiredness that most of us deal with. Workout fatigue is another. If you go too hard on your arms or legs, they will feel heavy. If going to the gym or lifting at home or even walking is something that you're doing and you're feeling heavy limbs, try taking a day off if you can. We don't always have that luxury. Uh, certain infections can also cause heavy arms and weakness, like respiratory infections and urinary infections are ones that are listed that can affect the whole body. If you think this could be the cause for your limb weakness, then you should head to a healthcare provider as soon as possible. Having low mineral levels is also mentioned as a cause. And if this is the case, then drinking enough water and getting some electrolytes can help immensely. Hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism are also conditions that can affect the weakness of your limbs. And if this is the case, your doctor will send you for a blood test to test your hormone levels. MS and, oh, I get this one wrong, Guillain-Barr Guillain syndrome. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm pronouncing that wrong. Guillain-Barr syndrome sufferers can likewise have heavy arms, and there are no cures for either of those. Same with fibromyalgia, and it's we just have to deal with it. And I know that at least some of you have tried to explain to people who don't understand that your arms feel like they weigh 92 pounds and feel like they're gonna fall off. It's such a weird and specific thing that I think no one understands unless they have experienced it. When symptoms like this manifest, it can be signifying of the start of a flare or that you're just pushing your body a little too hard, you know, like we have a choice most of the time. Shit's gotta get done and quite often we are the only ones who are capable of doing it. <sighs> and that is my super short fun fact about fibromyalgia. I'm gonna take a little break and then we'll be right back with my interview with Connie. And like I promised, here's another disclaimer. We are about to go into the interview where there are talks about suicide, mental health struggles, self-harm, and blood. If you don't want to listen to that, please stop now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Not too bad. I, you know, nor- normal for people who are yeah. sick all the time, but... Yeah. It's not a particularly terrible day. I'm functioning for the most part. How about Yay, yourself? <laughs> functioning. Uh, I think I'm functioning. I've done some appointments today. So yeah, I had a 15 minute cat nap before uh, <laughs> appointment to get my energy back up. But yeah. Oh, that's always good. I don't think I have time for a nap today and I'm really sad yeah. about it, <laughs> even though it's yeah. still the morning here, but yeah. What time is it there? Is it, you're in BC, right? Yeah. It's 10 here. Yeah. Nice. And you're on the East coast somewhere. No, I'm in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the East coast to me. Anything past Manitoba <laughs> is the East coast. I yeah. aware of how far it actually is from the coast, but a little, a little fall. We're closer to, you know, like the, the big river that jumps water and water and water everywhere okay yeah I've, I've always wanted to go there but yeah it's beautiful yeah maybe one day just don't come in the summer it's insane I can imagine yeah we live very close to the falls and we have to do certain routes in the winter that are closer that take make uh, time less uh less distance and then in the summer we're like yeah we're going nowhere near there yeah, I used to live in a tourist town in like the Okanagan area and it was awful in the summer. You couldn't do anything. Yeah. Okay, so just jumping right off. What was okay. the diagnosis process like for you? Uh, for which thing? For fibro? Anything. Um, complicated, <laughs> long, I, I don't know. It's. I was very young when I was first diagnosed with anything, but like... Uh, originally diagnosed with asthma when I was an infant and then I was always sick always sick always sick and then uh, always depressed but I didn't know that Uh, diagnosed with depression when I was 12 13 and then bipolar the chronic pain the uh, anxiety everything like that when I was about 21 well they, they, they put me on antidepressants finally when I was about 19 or 20 and things just went so far downhill as when you're by, hmm? I, that's awful. Yeah. Cause when you're bipolar and especially someone like me, who's treatment resistant, um, the, um, when you put on antidepressants without a mood stabilizer, uh, things can go to hell in a handbag really quickly. Um, and so I was put on antidepressant after antidepressant. Finally, uh, I was, I don't know, uh, I'm in my head, I'm doing TikTok speak. I'm like, I'm alive. No, I think I'm allowed to say suicidal. I think so. Yeah. We'll put a trigger warning at the beginning of the episode for anything. So perfect. Yep. Speak your Um, mind, whatever you need. 
Yeah, I was very suicidal. And my ENT of any, like any doctor was just like, how are you today? I'm like, honestly, I'm about to go do some horrible things to myself. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to get you to like the hospital right now. And then, and we're going to get you an actual doctor who can help you. And it was just like, after he did something, like suddenly I had doctor after doctor and it took five years to stabilize me finally with the, uh, the current diagnosis is rapid cycling bipolar disorder uh, with borderline personality, sorry, <laughs> rapid cycling bipolar disorder. Yeah, I got that right. With mixed manic episodes, uh, borderline personality disorder. Wait, I, I just mixed it up again, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a bit of a fog. Fiber hasn't come in yet. That's okay. Uh, uh, second. Bipolar, yeah. Yep. Mixed manic episodes. Uh, um, and then borderline personality disorder, anxieties, panic attacks, etc. Um, I'm currently asking my psychiatrist to reassess the borderline personality disorder, and maybe even the bipolar, because they used to say schizoaffective disorder also. So when you're in the middle of bipolar, when you're in a bipolar episode, whether depressive or manic, uh, they usually, you sometimes see psychotic episodes. I have psychosis, like in the form of um, hallucinations all the time. It doesn't matter if I'm in an episode or not. So that's when you get put into the schizoaffective label. But they're like, eh, you treat it the same way either way. And like, it's all good. And uh, we'll just say you're bipolar. And then I'm like, but am I? <laughs> like, I have bipolar traits. I have schizophrenic traits. So shouldn't I be in this other category? Yeah, I think they do that a lot. They're just like, you know, I'm just going to throw this diagnosis at you because the treatments will probably be the same as anything else. But you're like, exactly. but I, I kind of want to know what's wrong with me. Like, I want to yeah. know what's going on. I would exactly. like to have a grasp on it instead of just saying, oh, I mm -hmm. might be any mm -hmm. of these things. Exactly. But the biggest one for me is the borderline personality disorder is when you walk into a hospital and you have that label and into a psych, psych, uh, into a psych ward or anywhere like that, they automatically treat you differently. They see you as this attention-seeking suicidal person who's just doing it for the sake of, I want attention. And which is a total, um, what's the word? Uh, fog, just fog. <laughs> Uh, which is a total, um, when something's it, oh, sorry, I'm trying to I'm help. Sorry. Just bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's basically, yeah. it's total bullshit. We'll call it that. And, uh, when I was first diagnosed, diagnosed with it, I'm going to use air quotes because, <laughs> um, they said you have traits of this and we feel that, uh, dialectical behavioral therapy, which is the treatment when you have this type of personality disorder will help you because I was, uh, self-harming and uh, I have very hard time stabilizing my mood um, motion regulation okay. and uh, it's so they said we're going to label you as this because it'll help you get the treatment 
Treatment's amazing. I've gone through it four times at least. Uh, I have learned so much. I forget so much, so I redo it. But <laughs> it's it's kept me alive and kept me functional somewhat in mental health. Um, oh, I miss the ADHD. ADHD <laughs> also. <laughs> I just, I just had my psychologist earlier today that I just got, and it's just like, we talked about that a lot today. <laughs> I forgot about it already. <laughs> That's like me when I was going to therapy when I could still afford it because yeah, it's so much more expensive now, but I, yeah. my husband would be like, oh, how was it? I'm like, I don't know. I guess it was good. I don't remember what we talked about. You were there for an hour. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only reason I'm able to afford therapy for the first time, besides the government covered uh, Ontario, Ontario government covered stuff is because uh, I've had three or now four car accidents and hey I have extra PTSD on top of my already PTSD <laughs> so they're like okay we'll pay for you to have some therapy that's Which honestly good though is, it's so it's expensive good. yeah if anyone's listening to this from the states mm-hmm. or elsewhere like we have yeah. universal health care but it doesn't cover things like teeth or mental health or oh. a bunch of other stuff that is really important to healthcare. and mm-hmm. if you break a bone they'll fix it if you're cut they'll stitch you but a lot of the extra stuff and the ongoing stuff physiotherapy they- yeah. like they won't do anything like that Nothing. even if you're on disability at least in ontario where i am you for mental health or for if you're in a, a wheelchair and you need to get out of the wheelchair doing physiotherapy episode or uh, sessions they won't cover that they just want you to stay sick forever it feels like and the, so you're just stuck in the system yeah um, i'm on disability out here and they'll mm-hmm. cover like a portion of 10 visits per year so like i was going to a chiropractor mm-hmm. um, i was getting 20 dollars off for 10 visits and that's it. I was still wow. paying 30 a time. Yeah. We don't even get that coverage. I get that through the, the, the car accidents. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Um, I just, yeah. just real quick, I super want to thank mm-hmm. you for being so open about this stuff and all your mental oh, yeah. health, because so many people go through this stuff and there is still such mm-hmm. a stigma on it. And there's really is. And it's just, it's so good to hear people just talk openly about it. Cause I do. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I love that yeah. it's becoming so much more common because everyone has yeah. mental health crap. I don't care what people oh, say. Yeah. Everyone deals with mm-hmm. stuff and it's just, I think it's going to be so good for the world in the future. The more that we just yeah. keep talking about it. Oh yeah. Especially now after the pandemic, like it's just, it's going to be so much, and they're, they're saying already that it's so much worse for everyone. We've been stuck inside for over two years. And well, for people who are like immunocompromised like me, like I'm stuck inside still, unless I'm going to doctor's appointments. Because Doug Ford, our, our premier, doesn't care about people like me or no. us. Or... <laughs> no, I've, I've read about him. He's a fantastic guy. Super yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, when did you get diagnosed with fibro? Fibro was about two or three years ago now. And there's, they think it's from the car accidents. I already had chronic pain. I've been on uh, like Tylenol 2s and Naproxen and or Celebrex for like about five or six years beforehand. I have like mild scoliosis and just back pain, probably because I'm bigger and... Uh, they never delve deeper into why 
So they just said, painkillers, here you go. And then uh, the car accidents happened and I'm at an amazing pain clinic now. And uh, she's just like, yep, fibromyalgia. And like my, my massage therapist, my family doctor, like, yeah, did no one diagnose with you with that before? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, we should have. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for telling me this now after years of being in pain and like weird flare-ups and like going to the hospital for who knows what reason. <laughs> uh, are you on any meds that you find help for the fibro or? Um, no, because I, I found, I like I said, with my bipolar, I'm treatment resistant, meaning yeah. I have tried 25, 30 different psychological medications. One of them was gabapentin, which is helpful to people like us. It makes my brain do bad things. It almost and so I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so I tried Lyrica. I'm like, okay, I'll try Lyrica. Uh, It was great. The pain was like so much less. It was wonderful. And then the brain stuff kicked in, and I wasn't sleeping, and I was going manic, and it's just, it's just not a fun illness, disease, whatever syndrome what, what yeah. do we call it now uh, condition maybe sure. i don't know it's Chronic I illness. Like says different it. things so i just i have don't no idea it. but yeah, yeah i know the lyric i used to have those commercials on tv where it was mm-hmm. like all this good stuff and then may cause suicidal thoughts or actions and yeah i went on it for a little yeah. bit and yup <laughs> Like I have mental health stuff too. I Mm -hmm. anxiety, depression. I'm neurodivergent. I have ADHD or something. They honestly way too cheap to pay for a diagnosis. Yeah. I I was lucky. I got a doctor for my ADHD who uh, is an expert in the links between obesity and ADHD. So I got my diagnosis for free, not, not, uh, not privately done, but now I'm like, my friends are like, uh, who have autism are like, we're pretty sure you're autistic. And I'm like, oh, great. That's something I have to pay for out of pocket or wait 10 years for. Yeah. Um, I've read, <clears throat> oh, sorry. I've read so many articles about how self-diagnosis is actually a valid tool mm-hmm. in, like, yeah. in autism communities and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just because it's so difficult, especially mm-hmm. as an adult to get diagnosed with it. Yeah. Uh, especially like, well, I, like I, it, uh-huh. Words. And, a, and a female and yeah. like a female also um my siblings were both tested when they were in elementary school for ADHD and learning disabilities and stuff and because I was a perfect golden child like always there to help out and yeah and now yeah. I'm like yeah and now I have a diagnosis of learning disabilities ADHD and I'm self-identifying as autistic basically so many so many women have that same story because like I don't know how old are you uh 32 okay yeah so we're like kind of around the same age yeah and back when like we were in elementary school they were only diagnosing ADHD in the way that males presented it mm-hmm. because it's presented so much more different in females mm-hmm. that it's it just so many of us didn't get diagnosed with stuff and I was yeah. just, I was a perfect student I graduated like fourth in my class and uh, congratulations. the second I wasn't in school anymore I just burnt out because there yeah, was- I burnt out in junior high school. 
Yeah. I, I managed to push through high school and then I did like mm-hmm. most of a year of college. And I'm like, no, I, yeah. this is not for me. I got through two and a half years of credits and I'm like, I want to finish it. I want to finish it. But I just, every time I go back, it's something I got Bell's palsy. I got, uh, in the hospital for sake, my grandma died. Like it's just something after another. Yeah. And that's awful. I'm really sorry about your grandma. Thanks. It's, you know, she was old. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's part of life. It's just, you know, it triggers my mental health because yeah. I have trauma around death. <laughs> yeah, it's never easy. No. Um, okay, so you've been diagnosed with fibro for a couple of years now. You had yeah. said, um, what's your day-to-day life like? Like on a good day or a bad day or both? On a bad day, I'm in bed. And whether it's a bad day mentally or physically or usually a combination of both, I'm in bed most of the day. I will avoid getting up to go to the washroom, which is not good because I have frequent UTIs, <laughs> which isn't uncommon, I feel, in people with fibromyalgia. Um, and so I'm actually about to go for some diagnosis on diagn- diagnostic testing on that because they're not always UTIs. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I have like chronic bacterial vaginosis. So uh, I wonder if that's like kind of in the same thing. Like maybe, I don't know. Well, we'll find out when I get some testing for a while, but yeah, I don't know. We There's just so we much never bad. know. Sorry. Continue. Exactly. I interrupted you. It's okay. Oh, don't worry. Um, good day. ADHD meds are working. I am cleaning up a storm. I am cooking like 10 things. I'm baking. I'm loving it. I love life. And then I crash and burn. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. What do you like to bake? Uh, I have a really good chocolate chip cookie recipe, nice. uh, banana bread, but lately I, I had gastric bypass surgery three or f- four years ago. Cause it was the two years before the pandemic. Um, no, sorry. Three years ago. Cause I had my gallbladder out the year of COVID. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, but I've been doing a lot more like protein based, um, muffins with lots of seeds and stuff with good fats in it and stuff. That sounds awesome. Uh, they taste so good. Once you get it right, once you get a good recipe and then you can like change the flavor profile to from chocolate to vanilla with like blueberries instead of chocolate with chips and they're great. It's fun. I love playing around with recipes. Yeah. I, I used to a lot. I've stopped mm. in the last like year or two, but I used to love mm. baking, but I yeah. also love nuts and seeds. And that sounds mm-hmm. awesome. I'm sorry. I just lost my place yeah. for a sec. Um, okay. How did those, um, surgeries and stuff affect you? Like, did you find it was um, harder for you to heal or was, did it seem normal? My, my gastric bypass surgery, which was after my first two accidents, so probably after the fibromyalgia, I actually had I had um, a hard time recovering for the first two or three weeks. I ended up back in the hospital. Uh, I had some uh, a bleed in my stomach, and I was, you know, vomiting up blood. Gross. <laughs> and my fiance my, and my mom were there, and my mom knew it was coming. And my fiance just froze. <laughs> it was really funny. Anyways, um, well funny to look back on not at the time 
but uh, we had another car accident about four weeks after. This is about three years ago now, exactly. And it's because my, uh, he's not here, he went upstairs. His uh, father, his father passed away. Um, uh, awesome. and so I, and then, and then my grandma passed away. And so just healing from that, I lost the weight before surgery that you're supposed to, I lost the weight within a month that you're supposed to. And then I just stopped and like I had PCOS also. So like it wasn't expected that I'd lose all the weight from the first surgery. So I am debating doing the second surgery, but I don't want to, because it's a surgery and it's changing my life again. And there's just so much going on. Yeah. And you just never know, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's a scary thing to try to get into. Uh, do you use any like mobility aids or anything like that to get around? Um, not right now. I think I might want to look into getting, I don't want to, but a walker for the bad days. I was like, but right now I can't because I have uh, oh, no. hand problems. I'm supposed to wear it on both hands, but I only do that at night because it's impossible to do anything with these things on. Because um, from this latest car accident, which was about seven weeks ago, uh, I've, they're not sure what it is, but it could be sudden onset carpal tunnel syndrome mixed with like a whole bunch of pinching of nerves on both sides. Oh, ouch. Yeah, so like all of the fingers are numb, not just the two or three, not just these three, but it's all the fingers are numb basically on both hands. That is so terrible. I'm really sorry about that. I like none of these car accidents have been my fault. I want to put that out there. I was a passenger. I was had rocks thrown over an overpass. I was rear-ended and I was sideswiped. Someone yeah. was throwing rocks off an overpass. Some kids, yeah. Gosh, did they like get caught? They cause... didn't. The, the cop who came and saw me when I, after I pulled over, had just scared the kids away back to their school and didn't ca- catch who any of them were. And then she got my call or else she would have stopped the kids and, you know, charged them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's awful. I can't imagine. Luckily, it didn't, it didn't hit my windshield. I didn't hit any other cars. I stayed in control of my vehicle. So I'm, I'm happy about that. That's, that's it kind of caused so much damage. People need to raise their kids better. Yeah. Like I have four yeah. of them and I don't know what I would do if any of them treated <laughs> other humans that way. Yeah. But, you know, I had a walker for a bit and I have forearm mm-hmm. crutches and stuff and it takes a bit mm-hmm. to get used to, but mm-hmm. the the freedom of it is yeah. really worth it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a doctor, the doctor who actually prescribed or diagnosed with ADHD originally, he's offered like wheelchairs in the past. And I've always said, no, like, I just want to be, and I don't say this because I love my neurodiversity. I love being crazy. I love being whatever. But today I was the t- therapist and I'm like, I just want to be normal for once in my life. I want to go to a job and, you know, just, use this computer but because I have a concussion I can't even be on a screen for longer than like 20 minutes I keep looking past you yeah well thank you for doing this with me oh yeah (laughs) I'm really sorry oh no sorry and and I I like telling my story because like it tells people that you're not alone and yeah it's just people need to know that 
there are people like us out here who need the extra support and love and kindness and like especially when you're they're invisible you don't see us yeah as disabled and so many people just don't understand what comes along mm-hmm. with any chronic illness. It's mm-hmm. even fibro. Like before I got diagnosed, yeah. I thought it was just like the, like your skin hurt. Cause that's what the TV ads mm-hmm. told me. And when I, my doctor, I brought in a journal of my symptoms and she's like, have mm-hmm. you thought about fibromyalgia? I'm like, isn't that just like a skin thing? She's like, no, it's like all of this that yeah. you're bringing in. I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I've been dealing with this for like a decade. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I had this amazing, my last family doctor was amazing. He's like, my wife has fibromyalgia. Like none of the other doctors really understood it. And he said, my wife has it. I understand it. I will be here for you. And he was an older guy. I thought I'd have him for like a 10 years as a doctor. He's like in his sixties. He went on medical leave suddenly and he had to retire. And I feel so bad for him, but I feel bad for me also. Cause like I had such an amazing family doctor lined up yeah. and I only had him for like three months. Oh no. Yeah. I, I, like 10 years ago, I had an amazing doctor and he ended up moving back to South Africa and they brought the Uh, old one back and she's okay. But I was really stoked that she got replaced. She's just, she's a pill pusher. Like I could go in there and say, I think I have cancer and she'd give me cancer meds. I mean, that's a little extreme. Yeah. You know, that's just, that's how Mm -hmm. she operates. And And then there's those that don't want to give you anything. Yeah. Can we not have a middle ground? Yeah. Like I've tried everything. I've tried all of the fibro meds. None of them work. I don't mm-hmm. take any, I take T3s for pain when it's yeah. bad, but yeah, I'm on morphine for the pain and daily. And it does any barely anything. I do the, the nerve blockers, barely anything. Yeah. So in combination, they do a little something, which makes me manage to do stuff during the day when I'm not in a, in a, or when I'm having a better day. You okay? Yep. Burping. I shouldn't drink pop while I do this, but it's, no. I grabbed one while I was out this morning. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We'll just cut this part out. <laughs> oh, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you? Okay. So not the easiest question, but, um, has like being neurodivergent or being chronically ill brought anything good to your life or positive? Uh, if neurodivergent, I would say yes. I love my neurodivergent friends, even the ones who don't think they're neurodivergent. I like, I'm like, you're neurodivergent, like in some way or another, you are. And like the people that it's, I I've been like I scroll through TikTok and all these neurodivergent people, and then and read some articles because I, I have problems with comprehension sometimes, uh, so I don't read as much as I, I'd like to, but it's like you people with neurodivergence who don't get diagnosed generally find themselves surrounded by people with neurodivergence, and I'm like, I'm so happy I have all my like nerdy geeky neurodiverse people around me, I I. I have lots of neurotypical friends, especially from high school. They don't quite get it. And I, I, it's fine. They don't have to, but they, it's just, it's just funny the the difference and the, also the mask I wear when I'm with them. Yeah. Like it's, 
I was trying to explain executive dysfunction to my neurotypical husband. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I know the dishes aren't done. I've been sitting here all day wanting to do them, but I can't. Yeah, I can't. He's like, you just have to get up and do it. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Oh, I can't. There's this, 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 and this yeah. I have to do. Like it just, yeah. you just can't. Yeah. Um, my, my fiance is, um, has ADHD also. So, and I came across a TikTok the other day. I'm like, yeah, how we make our neurodivergent household work. Like we just work on the things that he's not good at. I can do. And I'm like, yeah, but our things don't line up. So our house is a mess. Like where they line up perfectly. We are like the same neurodivergence half the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hear that. My house. Yeah. Our, my house is always a mess. My yeah. family just deals with my clutter and mm-hmm. they're awesome because of it, but yeah. it's my mom hates clutter. And like, she's got three neurodivergent Ooh. kids a neurodivergent husband. Like <laughs> he was just diagnosed with ADHD a month ago. And I'm like, I've been telling you this for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was actually talking to someone like a year or two ago about they were really depressed because they were trying to date and they were neurodivergent. And I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I remember going through the exact same thing. And, but it's, you, you're not going to click with everyone, but yep. that's a good thing. You're going to know yeah. instantly whether you like someone or not. All these neurotypicals are out there, like pushing through relationships that aren't mm-hmm. meant for them because yeah. they're just like, oh, well, I can tolerate them. And I'm like, no, you're, you're, you're in the extremes and it might mm-hmm. be a lot of no's, but eventually you're going to click with people. And that's how yeah. you know, it's going to be good. And they're like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't click with most people. Like Fair I enough. struggle with talking the majority of the time I have like extensive notes for talking to people on like the zoom and doing the interviews, because mm-hmm. I, I would just be like, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> Oh, if I was doing like if I was interviewing, I would be like notes, 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 notes. Um, and then I would still be lost fifty yeah. percent of the time. Yeah. Oh, many. <laughs> yeah. And I do, I do lose my place a lot. That's okay. Okay. Honestly, I think I've only asked like three of these questions because we're just that's okay. But that's okay. It yeah. doesn't matter. This is what it's about, right? Yeah. Um, so what advice would you have for someone who's like, just I'm in the early stages of diagnosis? Patience, 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 (laughs) and more patience, um, and advocate for yourself. Always be an advocate for yourself. If you have family, explain to them what's going on. Like, I hid it from my family for just like talking with my mental health. I hid it from my family for over 10 years and what was going on. And that was probably the worst thing I could have done because my mom said things like when she found out I was hurting myself, that I was like, oh, well, I'm more worried about your sister. And they sent me to a doctor who was more worried about my weight than my mental health and had me sitting next to anorexic girls while I'm a hundred, I mean, 200 pound, uh, 15 year old and say, just eat a salad every day and you'll be fine. Um, me knowing now I have PCOS. I have a whole bunch of just metabolic, dis- me- metabolic disorders that don't allow me to lose weight. Like, yeah. Um, I've been in pain for over a decade 
in the last two years, I gained 50 pounds and all my doctors turned on the, oh, well, you know, if you lose a little weight, it's going to go away. I'm like, fuck you. It was there before. What do you think it's going to go away? Yeah. I, I, had that happen like it happens all the time but like with a nurse I didn't know it was like it was just after my surgery it was six months after my surgery and I hadn't lost any more weight and she's like oh but I thought you had the weight loss surgery and I'm like and like you should have lost so much more weight by now and I'm like I was shocked didn't know what to say I met this woman once before in my life and I'm like you're telling me what to do now with my body like uh, it was for a respirologist so of course like you're way it affects your lungs and this and this and this well I just uh yeah I think so many people in the medical community believe that healthy is one size fits all yeah and it's not everyone's healthy looks different and fat is a thing that everybody has some people have more some people have less like it's Mm -hmm. just a thing that exists and it doesn't necessarily dictate how healthy you are and it just mm-hmm. makes me so mad mm-hmm. uh i just started following this woman i don't know what her name is i can probably look it up after she's a plus size woman but she runs and i i can't remember her name for the life of me on tiktok but she's just like healthy is like you just said it's different for everyone and she she's just got the she's been a runner for over 10 years because she loves to run and she's just like you know what I'm gonna go out running in a crop top today because I can yeah. and I'm like oh my gosh you are so brave in this and this and then I'm like but I do that too sometimes like I can be brave about things and that's what you need to do you need to be brave and do what makes makes you feel good even when you feel like people might be pointing or laughing or or calling you I don't know or just even telling you you're not healthy yeah, like, it's crap. Yeah, I have a bikini now. I like. I feel awesome when I wear it, and then I, that's then so I awesome. Look at people, and I'm like, yeah, it's just it makes me feel good. Yeah, and you should. You're gorgeous, but the world is bullshit, and I hate it. Yeah. My God, when I was in college, my best friend was a bigger girl and I'm like 110 pounds, maybe then <laughs> she does yoga. She's a vegetarian. She eats crazy healthy. I'm. Yeah a burgeoning drug addict who Hmm. exists on pizza and ramen but people (laughs) would always be like oh she needs to be healthier I'm like "Mm, yeah no she does I do (laughs) but yeah and I just I remember my 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 family saying that and stuff when we would hang out and just like that yeah crap but it's funny my aunt did something like that once we but my all my friends in high school were skinny 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 and my aunt was like she was at the same restaurant we were at during lunch and she comes up to me the next time we're at her house and I'm and she's just like you know all your friends are like really skinny and like she was shaming them for being skinny when she shamed me for being fat I'm like, I'm like what do you want from me don't you want me to be more like them and it's not that I want to be as skinny as them but like it's there's no winning nope there isn't the world is crap we just have to live Mm -hmm. in it and figure it out Mm -hmm. um let's see I don't Mm -hmm. another question okay um what's something that you wish people who uh love or live with or caretake people with chronic illnesses knew Mm. 
you repeat it, please? Because my brain okay. is. Yeah, no problem. Um, I can word it differently too. Uh, what that do you wish great. like people that live with people with chronic illnesses or love them or caretake them? Um, what advice would you share with them? Um, something that my fiance and I have is a safe, uh, like a code word. So when I am suicidal and in a very bad place, I say hippopotamus and he knows automatically that this is a bad situation. We either need to get out of it or he needs to cuddle me, get me a blanket, put on Disney movies and uh, maybe call an ambulance or like go to the hospital. Like, and because I can't verbalize, I go nonverbal sometimes and uh, we haven't figured out a, a nonverbal signal because this, this has been a more recent thing. Uh, so I think we sh should, hey, Brian, we should figure out some nonverbal signal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's, I think a sig different signals for different things are really helpful when you're looking after, especially as a loved one. And you know that in certain situations, like we were once at the theater and uh, I, I always have an aisle seat because of my anxiety, I need to be the first one out and normally near the back door. And if we had had a code word back then, it would have been like a let's go now thing, but I didn't have that. And he kept saying, we can go, we can go, we can go. And he, and my brain's going, no, we paid for the tickets. We have to stay. And like, no, it's a, we're going now and we can come back in after if we need to. I hear that. I get that, that like block where you just can't make a decision. And you're like, I just need yeah. you to do this for me. Like, just tell me what to do. Or yeah. need me. I, oh, I get that. I have that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're both getting better knowing that. And like, okay, I can't choose what's for dinner tonight. I, I just, I just can't. So you're choosing dinner tonight. I'll do it tomorrow or the next time you're having yep. a block or whatever. Especially yeah. food. It's so hard with food. I have like panic attacks if I don't have like yeah. a meal planned and I'm just like looking mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, we have, we have veggies. We have like chicken. I make, I made yeah. a rice bowl last week. What if no one wants to eat it again? And all this yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, it's you have the kids to like the, you're, you're panicking about and it's just him and I and like three um. cats. <laughs> oh, we have three cats too. <laughs> and two dogs. I want doggy. Yeah, not yet when I'm when I stop having things happen we'll get a dog maybe <laughs> yeah, I love animals my husband said we could have one dog and one cat and yeah, now right. we have three cats and two dogs and I just assume that I will keep getting more because I keep managing yeah. to get them in so yeah he said no yet yeah he, he we decided on two cats uh, just before the pandemic hit actually and then this other cat needed a home and it was she's just brand new and mm. needed a home and so i i kind of talked him into it yeah. yeah our third our newest cat we found him in the middle of the forest while we were out mm. walking and he like ran up to us and oh. so we brought him home and no one we put him up on the internet we took him to vet's office no one claimed mm -hmm. him so i'm like okay he's ours yeah yeah. And Sean, my husband was like, no, we're, we can find a home for him. I'm like, yeah, we did find a home for him. It's here. He found you. He found you. Yeah. You can't just like send a cat off. He yeah. was supposed to find us. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So maybe I'll find another cat in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I think what else do I got? Mm -hmm. Okay. No. 
Oh, um, something I talk about pretty regularly mm-hmm. is um, like temperature regulation and how hard it is. Like, do, uh, do you find the hotter, hotter the cold affects you the most? Both. It's, it's very different. Um, when I'm, especially since my weight loss, so like I've lost about, I lost 80 pounds, gained about 40 back and I've lost about 15. So I'm about like the 45, 50 mark from okay. where I was. Good job. So I'm, I'm, thank you. I'm awesome. colder a lot of the time than I used to be. I hate heat though. I hate being hot. I hate, it makes, especially with the, the rain that causes migraines, it causes muscle aches, it causes I don't know, cricks and creaks and yep. whatever in our <laughs> bodies and for the, the pressure systems, I guess. But uh, hot is worse for my asthma also. So it's not just the fibromyalgia. Uh, cold itself is, I feel brittle. Like there's no other way to say it. Like I feel like my bones are going to like break sometimes. Quiet. Sorry, mm-hmm. the dogs are loud. Okay. That's okay. It barked like twice in this entire time. That's really good. Yeah, that's actually not that bad. Yeah, they bark a lot. There's (laughs) a trail behind my house and they feel the need to protect our property Mm -hmm. always. And the little one's a chihuahua cross or something like that. Yeah. Min pin cross. Otherwise, he's yappy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Little doggies can be. It's okay. Yeah, but I love him. Yeah anything that you want to add or Uh, oh about the temperature regulation oh yes I don't know what it is about the fibromyalgia since I like I don't know the last four or five years whatever it's been since and since we've been diagnosed I've been diagnosed um my body will just get really hot for no reason even a temperature for no reason or get really cold but something funny about my fiance and I when my hands are freezing his hands are warm, so he warm me up. When my hands are hot, <laughs> his hands are cold. It's perfect. It's like we were meant for each other. That's really awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah my my husband is always hot, and I'm always cold, mm-hmm. and we we do not coexist very well together, though. And like sleeping, oh, and the temperature, and the, yeah, and um, like I want the like he wants to sleep with a fan on full blast in the middle of winter. And I do that too. Ugh, I can't. I like, it's like it's like the noise and the. The, the swaying of it is not for the, and then I'm under like three blankets. Yeah. He like, he used to have fans on for the noise, but we got an Alexa and mm-hmm. um, they have, I guess it's not white noise. It's pink noise. I don't know. Oh, I have an Alexa. I've never I didn't this. even know that there were different noises, but we both mm-hmm. find that one very comfortable to sleep with. It just kind of, okay. it's like, I guess it is like white noise, but it's called pink mm-hmm. noise. So maybe we'll try something like that. I, we found that nice because our Mm -hmm. we have dogs and cats running around all the time and I'm a light sleeper so every little thing wakes me up so the ambient Mm -hmm. noise is nice and Mm -hmm. we don't have to have the fan on unless it's like really hot Mm -hmm. and yeah he still waits for me to fall asleep and then he'll go and turn it on though but (laughs) yeah doesn't bother me yeah (laughs) yeah exactly uh I actually have a question for you do you use CBD or THC I am a I have very bad reactions to anything that has to do with marijuana. That sucks. Just bad. Um, I tried a gummy, Mm -hmm. like a teeny, 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 tiny bit of a gummy a few years ago. And I lay on my bed, just nauseous and almost throwing up for Uh, six hours. 
Was it a THC one or a CBD one or a combo, both. I guess? But. I think it was both. Um, uh, I tried just CBD oil and yeah. it didn't, it made me feel a little gross, but it didn't help yeah. anything. Like I yeah, I'm finding, sorry. Sorry, yeah, no I'm finding this, I, I'm finding the CBD is not working, but what I was told, uh, my, I have been to two different cannabis clinics. They've never told me this, but what I've gone from uh, the fibro groups, I don't think it was your fibro group. I think it was the Ontario one that I, I uh, uh, asked on. And then my physiotherapist, his girlfriend is a manager at a cannabis uh office said when you're on the narcotics you need to have a tiny bit of thc in there like one to four percent apparently and i tried my friends last week two weeks ago i slept for five hours straight without pain which i don't know the last time i did that i don't think i've ever done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah, I'm so, so i've tried a few times i just keep having bad mm -hmm. reactions so i and don't stay i stay away from, from it. it yeah yeah it's just easier. Um, yeah. But I know so many people that it does great things for. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think, I think it's a good resource instead of, you know, these narcotics that they like to hand out to people. Uh -huh. I like that. It's more readily available. Yeah. Now. Like, it's yeah. good. I would just wish it worked for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Do you have anything else? Then? I don't think so. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. No, thank you for coming on. No um, it will. I really appreciate everything. Um, yeah. I think. Hey, okay, well, thank you so much. I really You're enjoyed welcome. talking thank to you. you. Uh, keep in touch. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, sounds good. Making the TikToks and stuff. Yeah, I plan on right. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. I would like to thank Connie so much for coming on. Normalizing mental health issues and struggles is so important for me and I believe that the more we talk about it, the more that people who don't have to live with it will understand. That's the hope, at least. I want to thank my family for being so supportive of this endeavor and the internet for helping me research. If being on the podcast is something you're interested in, please email chronicallyjillpodcast at gmail.com or visit chronicallyjill.ca and fill out the form in the contact us section. I can't wait to hear from you. And at this point, I hope that I am starting to work out some of the kinks, but thank you for being so patient with me. I promise it will only get better. That's it for today's episode. Lots of love and gentle hugs. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.